Yo, 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 <laughs> yo, yo. It's episode four of Convention Session. Of Convention Session. This is a high octane, high energy podcast. We're both doing great. Everything's yeah. fine. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> we, I like. I can't believe how great we're doing. We are like so the good. picture of success here. So good. I am your host number one, who desperately desperately needs to laugh to keep from crying, but is way too tired. Oh. So we'll see how that goes for her. We hope it goes well for her. <laughs> and I say that on behalf of all listeners and snakes. I will not cry on the podcast. Repeat after me. I will not cry on the podcast. No, you know what? It's okay. This podcast is about your true feelings. If you have to let them out to feel better, it's okay. It is. Okay. I let out. I let out my feelings before the podcast. You cry before the podcast. Before you cry around the around the parentheses of the podcast. Yes, I on still the love it. The podcast. I don't love it, but I I, I respect it. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> I'm your host, number two. And does everybody remember that uh, that part of Jurassic Park <laughs> where the little raptor thing starts spitting acid on its enemies, a.k.a. Newman? <laughs> That's me. In a very, very physical and real sense, I'm spitting acid left and right. Yeah. So, and I'm much less cute than that little tiny dinosaur. But I'm here, damn it. And I'm ready to fetch. Hell yeah. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Burn some, burn away some walls and perhaps some people while we're at it. Let's fucking do it. As we say on every podcast, the views and opinions and thoughts and feelings expressed by us do not reflect the views of our employers, anyone else, any friends, any former employers, any former or current places we volunteer with. You, the whole jazz, mm -hmm. just us. Lovers, just yeah, just us. <laughs> Ex lovers, current lovers, <laughs> current side pieces. Side none. <laughs> 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 Yep, just us. Just, just us. us. <laughs> Top, topic number one, we're, at the time of the recording and definitely at the time of posting, we're like a little late to the game, but as per usual, we are so good with timing. And I think right when we posted, like published our last episode, yeah, this happened. So we're talking about it on a lag, but it was as soon as we were reasonably able to do it. The Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. That was fun, huh? Wow. Yeah. What a remarkable day in history. Truly phenomenal. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So if you're likely, if you're listening, you know this by now. But in case you missed some of the news, what, what happened for the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict was that a 12-person jury acquitted him of all charges related to his shooting and killing two people and injuring a third during a Black Lives Matter protest last summer. Which is extremely disappointing, but not shocking. Yeah, which is sad. Yes. That everyone's reaction was obvious. Well, most people's reaction was one of horror and disgust, but sort of overlaid with that, like, of course, this is what was going to happen. Yeah. There was not, it was foolish to think that there was going to be any other outcome. You're right. It is, it's a travesty. And like, you can see, it's almost like a playbook 
when you I did I did I followed the trial, but mostly through live tweets and like news. Yeah, I didn't really watch yeah. anything. But like you would see those cut those images of him like blubbering like a child, and like oh look, he's just a little boy, and it's, no, he, <laughs> he's it's just because he's white. Yeah, well, what's the the? It's not a justice for all. It's justice for white people generally. Yeah, white men but also absolutely white women. Yeah. The, the whole justice system in this United States of A, and honestly, I'm sure other places as well, is built to favor the white people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And like and- watching him... Sorry. No, please. No, please. no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to say watching that MFR acting the way he was acting on television like or like acting in the way he was he appeared to be acting in those images i don't know i felt and maybe you did too even more angry <laughs> fuck you yeah. or just <laughs> even like the judge was very cool about it yeah Dude, yeah you just got and killed people for protesting for peaceful protest yeah, well, and it just goes back to the whole thing where I'm sure you've all heard it before. We're going to tell tell, tell you again just how just the total vast ocean of difference in how black boys and black kids are treated compared to their white counterparts when it comes to shit like this or anything. Like, not even shit like this. Mild, I one would argue, mild, normal, like, misbehaving in school. absolutely yeah absolutely or not even fucking not even like not even normal misbehaving nothing and they will call out a black child for doing nothing yes and a white child can be fucking hurling shit across the room there you know it's it's we did a little research look at Uh, i get i'm surprised too i know we are those jaws off of the floor (laughs) yeah you could take your time but yeah pick them up you might catch some dust in there (laughs) we um, to host number one's point, there was, um, according to NBC News, there was a study conducted at Yale in 2016 where scientists basically gave 132 early education teachers eye trackers and asked them to watch clips of four children, one black girl, one black boy, one white girl, and one white boy, and just to look for misbehavior. None of the children actually misbehaved, but the eye trackers found that the teacher spent more time watching the black boy. Yeah, and and you had also found a stat that a study publishes here by El Sevier, El Sevier, El Sevier, the Journal of American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry found that black students ages nine to ten are three and a half times more likely to be suspended or put in detention than their white peers, which tracks pretty well with what you just said about how everyone's just looking at the black kid to do something wrong or just not do anything wrong, which is still doing something wrong, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Just Uh, holding on to that hatred and just projecting that suspicion onto these like innocent Or just how, and and we are not the first to talk about this, and we'll certainly not be the last, which is how the way they talk about white boys when they do something versus black boys when they don't do something. Regardless of what's happening, to your point, when it's a white boy, it's always, oh, they were so sweet and so young Uh and so nice and so much promise. But then these these young black boys, the same age- Mm -hmm treated basically like fucking adults 
Yes. They're they're treated they're like like what were they doing wrong? And just the language, the way they're they're talked about by the media. They're treating them like fucking adults. You're right. Even the language that they use. I I don't have a good example off the top of my head, but I know we have this research from the APA that found that black boys as young as 10 are, you know, they're viewed differently as their white peers and are mistaken as older. You see that in the way that the media even reports it. You know, they might refer to a black child as a young man Mm -hmm. versus a boy who would be like a a white child of the same age. They do this also, I think. I mean, I know this is sort of tangential to the point, but it makes me think of the way they talk about women in sexual assault cases. Mm-hmm. how like mm-hmm. oh she mm-hmm. was a 16 year old young woman nah she was a child or just again even to your point when it's the white boy who did the assaulting oh he is such a promising future he yeah was, he's captain of the crew team like don't bring he did a horrible life-altering thing to another person yeah but don't like stifle his white boy growth <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's gonna go do great things for his dad's company. Every white boy has the right to destroy at least 15 human lives completely. Yeah. And he'll be cast as innocent. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely ridiculous. It's unreal. Or just even, you'd you'd pull this in, which, you know, we... (sighs) To your point about describing black children in sort of negative terms or adult terms michael brown mm-hmm. who is 18 so a child like yep. an, a child mm-hmm. when he was shot and killed by a police officer in, in ferguson missouri they described him as crazy aggressive very aggravated hostile oh and what other when have you aside from maybe calling a small child aggravated yeah when do you ever refer to a child as they're crazy? That child was aggressive. Yeah. That child was hostile. You're right. You don't. You and don't. Meanwhile, any teenager, any white teenager, oh, they're just a teenager. They're going through all these hormonal changes. And yeah. And could we just also be, it's shocker to no one. Again, it's just reinforcing shocker, shocker. Black boys and girls will continue to feel like they can't do fucking anything mm-hmm. without getting, uh, you know, called out for something they're not doing or like pulled over and let's be real, shot, murdered by police. Yep. Because you exist. Therefore, they're going to look for something. But this, this, this non-sentencing, uh-huh. it just, it signals to every white boy with a fucking complex mm-hmm. that I can... I, there are zero consequences. Like if you were born as a black child in this world, good luck because just existing means someone's going to come after you. But if you're a white boy, you could bring a loaded gun to a peaceful protest and literally kill people and there will be no consequences. And that's, that's another thing that I saw in the the discourse on Twitter. It is horrifying because you, you know, I think, no one was delusional to not think that that was a possibility, unfortunately, mm-hmm. especially in the climate that we live in, because people are terrible and yes, will go out of the way to take away other people's lives because won't get into it. But now they're going to be emboldened because it's not only like, oh, I'm going to do it and the consequences or I won't even think about the consequences or whatever. Mm-hmm. It signals you can do whatever you want and you'll be fine. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you want to go you murder in a peaceful protest? Go for it. You will be fine if you're a white boy. 
Yep. Meanwhile, you have, and I, Tamar Rice, Tamir Rice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who was playing with a fucking toy gun in a park at 12 and was killed by the police. Yeah. Like, but if you're a white boy, you can bring just like a fully, a real fully loaded thing, wave that thing around. Yeah. Just wait, yeah, wait, fire it, fire it willy nilly. Go ahead. Yeah. Maybe your mom, maybe your mom will take some, which I'm sorry, mom, do better. <laughs> do better. That's well, not, anyway. You want to talk about white women's involvement in this? Oh my God. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Like, oh, my poor innocent child. Like, I don't, and I don't know the whole story with, with that, the whole defense that they were building up. But she was, right? Like, wasn't there a point, was there a point where she was, like, trying to, oh, like, I gave it to him. And wasn't there some kind of discourse? I don't want to speak out of turn here. I don't have research on that. Yeah. But I guess, no, even, even if that wasn't, can you imagine in the, yeah, you tell him. Can you imagine (laughs) our Secret Third podcast host, once again, brilliantly has strong opinions and, like, hell Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine that being the situation with like a a a black mother without just then literally immediately well then everyone turns to demonizing the both of them? Right. Yeah. It wouldn't happen. That's not even a fucking option to try. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they can't there's nothing they can do. <sighs> so, and yeah, you I think, you know, this this feeds into a little bit the whole the idea of like white tears oh using God. especially in white women. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Using using white tears as a weapon against black people and people of color mm-hmm. because you know that everyone's kind of like oh the poor white lady's crying you must yeah. be the one in over fucking nothing and we've seen this happen and I I should have more examples off the top of my head but like it goes back to the like, oh there's like black people in a park and I don't like that yep so I'm gonna because I'm a white lady and I don't like that so I'm gonna call the police who are actively racist and they'll deal with that for me i'll just let them know that it's it's a family of black people and yeah yeah i so it's i mean yeah it's it's and i feel like we said this before you can't lose hope and you can't stop fighting for change Mm -hmm. because in some very small very small pockets change is sort of happening in very small areas but like boy does it just feel like what is it sisyphus like not even rolling it up back down again like you're not even getting like you're not you are getting a foot up that hill and it's rolling 11 inches back yeah absolutely it's such a good point and like honestly we not you we like me but also we just white people in general just fucking, the royal white we yeah like do better like it does it does feel so discouraging and i always think how important like and like you and i i think we talk about this a lot like it's so important for for us to be doing what we can to like center those voices of the people who are affected because if it's it's discouraging for us and we're not even Right. It is, it is, we do recognize the sort of absurdity of us two white ladies going on a podcast to talk about how terrible this is because ultimately we are not the ones directly affected. Right. But I think we have to, I think we have to talk about this as like, I think that's, is that, 
I mean, I always, I always wonder like, well, right. There's, there's, there's not letting it, there's not allowing it to happen and there's joining the voices. But when, you know, to your point, like it's like when this happens and then your feed is filled with like white ladies talking about how it makes them feel. That is not helpful. What you want to your point, amplify black voices who are the ones who actually need us to do. So they need, we, they don't need us to amplify them, but what we should be doing is amplifying what they have to say and not speaking over them. That's a great point. Yeah. Back them up, support them. It's like, that's, that's how you can be an ally, not talking about how you feel as someone who isn't impacted by the situation. Totally. Hold, <laughs> hold up a megaphone for these people. Yeah. You got good arms. That's a great place to be. Yeah. I have flabby noodle arms. I think as host number two has excellently opened up the door for us to just smoothly segue into our next topic (laughs) which is about just in general like accountability and how to be better allies and we kind of already started topic two but i think this is a really we've touched on it as with everything right (laughs) we've touched on it a little bit in previous podcasts but i think this is good to to revisit hey so (laughs) (laughs) with (laughs) accountability let Let's say you're a white lady on Twitter and you uh-huh. talk about your feelings about something that doesn't really relate to you instead of amplifying black voices. And someone says, hey, um, maybe what you should be doing right now instead of talking about your own feelings, which in this moment are irrelevant, is like amplify, amplify black voices, amplify yes. marginalized voices, amplify the voices that are, you know, actually affected by this. Yes. It is a rare occasion where someone <laughs> says oh my gosh, you are absolutely right. I am sorry. I will do that. Post haste. Yes. White people, especially, and men, especially, uh, don't do that real well. (laughs) They get real defensive. Like no one wants to like acknowledge that they did anything wrong. Yeah. Ever. And you can't like no one, you can't grow and get get better as a person unless you do that so like there's no harm in going oops i did a fuck up unless you're killing somebody don't do that (laughs) because then you did a permanent fuck up but if you're acting in good faith and you did a fuck up Mm -hmm. you acknowledge you did a fuck up and then you've learned and you won't do it again and like uh, just it's fine yes and like i'll say even this is a lesson that i continuously learn from my own perspective, as well as from like friends and others I see do it. Being a better ally is, I mean, you, you go, you do your absolute best and you know that there are going to be times that you are wrong or there are going to be times that you do something that does unintentionally hurt. Even if that wasn't your intent, like, let's be clear. Sometimes you can say something or do something and you have you intend for it to be option A, and everyone else takes it as option B. Absolutely. What is oh the Rodell's paper good <laughs> intentions? Sometimes you're gonna say stuff and do stuff, and you think it's the right thing to do, and it's totally not taken that way. And that's when you just own up to it and go, did a whoopsie. Yeah, that's on me. I saw this um on Instagram this, which got me thinking about this topic a little bit more in depth. It was a a drawing by felt tip feelings and it was just like an egg like a a raw egg open on the ground Mm. and 
and it was framed around accountability. And there were three checkboxes underneath it that said, I meant well, my intent was dot, 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 and I broke the egg. And the first two were crossed out. Like, doesn't matter what your intent was. Doesn't matter if you meant well. What matters is the facts of the situation. The egg is broken and you broke it. Right. And I think, you know, there's an important distinction to be made because it's not, I always, what always bothers me is the people that caveat their apologies. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sorry if what I did, because it's still insisting that like your view of the situation and your vision of what you did or said is the correct one. Yeah. No one is going to fault you for doing something that you thought was done with the best of intentions. And then people are like, Hey, that was not, uh, that did not get taken that way. And then you go, Oh shit, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Undo control Z. Not, yeah. not do, it, I made people feel bad. And regardless of whether that was, that was not my intent, but I made people feel bad. So I'm going to undo that because that's yeah. not what I want. Shouldn't it just be like, you not wanting to make people feel bad. Yeah. Isn't that like the core of it? But then, People were like, I'm sorry if that made you feel bad. I'm sorry if, to your image, like, I'm sorry if it seemed like I broke the egg. Yeah. No, you fucking did. Don't put it on the people who are feeling the way they're feeling, their actual feelings. Don't invalidate that. Yeah. I'm sorry, like, if you didn't react, which we've, again, also touched on from, like, a a gaslighting-y thing. Yeah. I'm sorry that you're not reacting the way that you're supposed to Uh to my thing. Yes. That's it. So freaking annoying. So freaking invalidating. People, I, people have, I, I, like, I think about this about growing up a lot, too. It's one of the lessons that I learned really, like, late in life that I feel like should have been number one kindergarten lesson or something, (laughs) maybe like number one in, you know, I was, I think I've probably mentioned before I was raised very religiously and like maybe something that should have come up in a religious situation. It should be coming up everywhere is doing the, like doing the right thing. Mm. You're not just going to get an automatic warm, fuzzy feeling every time you do the right thing. Yeah. 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 And that includes, apologizing you might not get closure you might have hurt someone really badly and you may approach them and say in a a totally sincere evolved human way i'm sorry that i i'm trying to think of something i'm sorry that i i mean i think yeah or like i'm sorry it broke i'm sorry that you're I am, I think there's a difference between saying like, I'm sorry if what I said made you feel that way. Right. And I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. Because to me, that conveys like, I, I, I'm sorry that I said a thing that caused you to feel the way you're feeling because my intent was not to feel, but you're, you are, the reality is you are. And I feel bad about that. Absolutely. But I think to your point, they're not obligated to then say, cool, all done. I feel better now. Right. It's okay for them to need to take some time to regain trust in you. Or maybe they won't. And that's, that's. Or also just inherently making a mistake, you're going to feel bad. Like it doesn't feel good. Even if you, like apologizing is what you should do. And like taking accountability for your actions. Again, even if they wasn't your intent, but it's not going to feel good. And like, we we have to live with that. And not everything feels good. Yes. 
that's just one of those things that like is not going to give you a warm and fuzzy feel. It is to your point. It's the right thing to do, but it's going to feel weird if you apologize and feel <laughs> good about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> like, it's not why? on the other person to clear your soul. That's on you to do. Yeah, like you have to be comfortable sitting with your uncomfortable feelings. Like that's part of being alive. Yes. And it comes, it makes me think a lot about, I actually, I'm saying it makes me think, but I've read this. And I don't have a good exact source for where I read this, but, or maybe this might've been a black woman on Twitter explaining this, but it was the whole idea that like that mentality of it, I I apologize. And so now it's on, like your job is to accept that right. and make me feel like redeemed. It's like, it is not a black person's job to come and be like, oh, it's okay you're good. You're good. Like, it's not their job. It's not, the onus is not on them to make us as white people feel okay after we apologize for even unintentional racism. Right. We have learning to do, and this is how we learn. And like, I remember that hearing that and reading that and that sticking with me, like, yeah, you're right. There's gonna, there's gonna be days that I make mistakes that, someone doesn't have to for someone doesn't have to forgive me for right oh, to, uh, to the white folks out there relish the fact that you have the ability to again i'm not saying you should intentionally do this but you what? have the ability to fuck up every what? single day and apologize every single day with no negative consequences to you aside from you just feeling bad yeah and there are other people that if they say the wrong thing once mm-hmm it will can and will turn their life upside down. Yes. So like relish the fact that you can really, and again, don't just go saying whatever terrible shit willy nilly. You have a free redo yeah. anytime you want. And the only payment is you're going to feel bad sometimes, you know, if you've accidentally whoopsie do a fuck up. Yep. Learn from your fuck up. You're going to have the room to do that. Yeah. And not everyone does. Amen. That was excellently said. Uh, well, every once in a blue moon, host number one something. on fire. <laughs> She's on fire. <sighs> it's true. So, on I mean, on that note, I think this is a good sort of closing point. Yeah. Uh, learn to learn to sit with those uncomfortable feelings, and you know, I think. Uh, for those of us feeling many uncomfortable feelings. After the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, mm-hmm. you know, d- d- don't don't let it make you not complacent, but sort of di- disheartened isn't the right word. Don't let that be the reason why you stop. Yes, pushing, even if you feel like the boulder gets pushed forward a foot and it falls down eleven mm-hmm. inches. Yes, if everybody keeps pushing. Is at least we will at least we have to we have to keep it is like imperative that we keep pushing like that's yep. all like there it can't we have to for that like it is just you we gotta keep going yes that's the only way that we grow the more people we get the better we do the further we can push that thing so you know one I guess on a totally unrelated note we'll talk we can talk more about it next time but we will start given that the season of holidays is coming up yes. We wanted to give you some fun, fun resources and ways to support Black-owned businesses Woo! this holiday season. So we can talk about it in more detail at our next podcast. But maybe for this one, we can post some sweet, sweet links. 
yeah to, to stores yeah. and non-amazonian locales <laughs> for you to acquire such beautiful gifts for your friends and loved ones i will yeah. end end on that note look forward to it i'll definitely we'll make sure that we pop some of those bad boys in the in the description for you so in the comment section <laughs> <laughs> but just, we you know, will oh yeah no no what what i just i just wanted to tell the people to just you know keep doing the work if you have to process your feelings that's good talk to a therapist if you have the resources talk to a friend talk to not your casual work acquaintance don't talk to your casual woman <laughs> work acquaintance please yeah th that could go poorly i mean um, <laughs> unless you like aren't as casual as we're, we're referring you yeah. know there's a lot of really good resources forums online for folks to process these feelings that don't rely on emotional labor done by mm -hmm. people of color mm -hmm. take Absolutely. your time process your feelings and then you know take care of yourself but like hop right back up here with us mm -hmm. start pushing help us with this boulder it's not going anywhere yeah. <laughs> can't can't just be a few of us no i am very <laughs> weak i need assistance me too <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully the next time we see you i am just laughing as opposed to laughing to keeping other emotions in check and hopefully we are spitting less acid because oy the cleanup on that you know oh yeah so <laughs> <laughs> we hope to come back in marginally brighter but still question spirits and uh we will we will talk to you again soon be good to one another wear your masks get vaxxed <laughs> get vaxxed <laughs> bye bye